Welcome, Actastic listeners, to a new horizon of the Accelerate podcast, where the seeds of today's conversations bloom into the agriculture revolutions of tomorrow. I'm Sujit Janardhanan, your navigator through this evolving world of digital technologies in agriculture. Today, we stand at the crossroads of innovation and tradition, exploring a theme that is as groundbreaking as it is essential, harnessing digital measurement, reporting, and verification or popularly known as DMRV, for a transparent and sustainable agriculture value chain. In this era where data is the new soil and technology is the new tool, agriculture is undergoing a metamorphosis driven by digital advancements. Our focus today is not just on the cultivation of crops, but on the cultivation of sustainability and transparency in the agriculture value chain. And joining us today in this thought-provoking journey is a visionary in the field, Frank Terhorst, Head of Strategy and Sustainability Crop Science from Bayer. His expertise in melding strategy with sustainability has been pivotal in redefining the contours of modern agriculture. Together, we intend to unravel the intricacies of digital measurement, reporting, and verification, a concept reshaping how we perceive, interact with, and advance in agriculture. So as the world grapples with the challenges of feeding a growing population and preserving our planet, let's dive into this conversation that promises to illuminate, inspire, and ignite some change, if that's possible. Listeners, prepare to be accelerated today. Welcome, Frank. Such a pleasure to have you join us today. And I would like to dive straight into a conversation. Say a welcome to all our, our audience on the other side. Thanks, Ujit. Thanks for having me here on the show. Thank you. Great. Let's drive straight in. And, and Frank, I wanted to start with, with probably what is really essential to understand this topic better, that the agriculture sector is on the cusp of a digital revolution, very much like what the tech, tech space has been in the past decade. As we speak DMRV and how it is transforming, how we view and approach sustainability in agriculture, where DMRV really enables sustainability in agriculture. Could you start by giving us an overview of this transformative concept? While it is not new, but it definitely is driving transformation. And how critical it is to achieve the sustainability goals that this sector is probably assigning to achieve over the next few years and decades. Yeah, thanks, uh, Sujit. Um, it- it is crystal clear um, for, for me, for us, uh, that there is an urgent need uh, for agriculture to transform, given all the challenges around us, uh, such as climate change, increasingly stressed ecosystem, but of course, also still uh, a growing population. So we need to combine actually all of our efforts to serve multiple goals, uh, both on the food security side, uh, but also on protecting the planet. So the, the concepts that, that we have developed in Bayer is um, our belief that we need to produce more with less while also restoring more. So that is our vision of regenerative agriculture. Um, so what does this concretely mean? Um, Producing more means uh, still increasing yields uh, on existing land to uh, meet the rising food demand, uh, to save actually precious land, uh, but also to enhance livelihood of those 
who produce our food, uh, farmers and growers around the globe, big and small. With less means applying less fertilizer, applying less crop protection. So in some using uh, less land, water and, and uh, other natural resources. And the new concept for us is that we believe there's also room to restore more, meaning giving back to nature through soil friendly practices, through carbon sequestration, uh, but also biodiversity protection. Uh, but for this to be successful, we need to integrate the whole uh, agri, agri food value chain from seed development to the plate. And this is where MRV comes into play. Other participants in the value chain will only accept and foster these concepts if they know they are reliable, they are data-driven, they are trustful. And um, the technology that will enable us to do so is, of course, digital. Um, and, and that's why we are now, I think, in a new area and, and can make this happen. So the basis for all of this will be innovation and technology. And I love the, the, the point on restoration that you added uh, to the whole conversation. While a lot of it has been, a, uh, has been focused on doing more with less but also being able to restore and give back to nature, I think that is going to be critical as we keep on scaling the need to be able to grow more food as we have more mugs to feed on this planet, as well as ensuring there is nutritious food, uh, while ensuring there is less and less of the inputs, especially uh, chemicals and fertilizers that we probably add into the food value chain. Um, uh, and I would want to also double click on the fact that uh, the verifiability, the ability to use data to see what's working, what's not working is critical. That's another point that you really highlighted. And, and, and thank you for those insights, Frank. And to put this in perspective for our listeners, uh, a recent study suggests that adopting digital solutions in agriculture can increase the global crop yield by 67% by 2050. This is not just about efficiency. It's also about feeding the growing population sustainability. Now, Frank, I would like to double click on how Bayer is really leveraging technology to meet these sustainability goals. Yeah, thanks. And, and maybe uh, this is a good time uh, to, to dive into a couple of examples, uh, right? Because every, every single step actually of our value chain is already infused with technology and I would expect even more so in a few years from now. So let me maybe take you a little bit on a journey uh, through uh, our innovation process. Um, so already in seed development, we are using artificial intelligence and advanced analytics uh, to find plans that will contribute to our concept of regenerative agriculture, as, as earlier described. So we want them, for instance, to generate higher yields as in the past, but also to need less uh, fertilizer and to cope better with climate change. And digital helps us to make these development cycles quicker, uh, which is paramount uh, given actually the urgency uh, of the challenges ahead because climate change is impacting uh, a lot the environment uh, for seeds. Um, in, in crop protection development, um, actually we have created a complete new way uh, to find best active ingredients making use of digital. Instead of 
trial and error as you know during the past 100 years as as our approach to find new molecules uh, we now design them uh, through uh, artificial intelligence to meet the desired outcome and incorporate sustainability criteria right from the start um, so it's just like designing a key to a lock um, and, and that's why we call this crop key um, one result of this approach a very targeted approach is a broad spectrum herbicide um, that uh, has a new mode of action uh, the first actually in more than 30 years to be launched by the end of this decade so uh, it will have very favorable environmental profiles because it only actually acts uh, as a, a certain protein um, in, in the target uh, weeds. And maybe um, lastly on the field, uh, we provide farmers with digital technology that help them to get the best out of their field data. Um, uh, our digital platform FieldView utilizes data, um, data science, machine learning, to help create an easy to use data visualization and analysis tools, giving farmer a deeper understanding of what's happening on their field. Um, so this is also the basis of trustworthy uh, carbon farming and um, also MRV uh, down the value chain because uh, we need that platform actually to capture what's on the field and then channel it through the entire value chain um, to also capture capture value and maybe one one last example here is our uh, partnership with Microsoft uh, to support data uh, interoperability, right? Because we need to make systems and platforms to speak with each, uh, with each other, and it's very costly if you do this in a bilateral way. So we think there is an opportunity to improve transparency across the entire uh, agricultural value chain and uh, accelerate farm and food innovation by actually connecting all of them to a cloud-based uh, solution. Um, again, if you, a couple of examples here to illustrate how we think and how broad we think uh, about MLV being the basis uh, to connect the value chain. And I think, Frank, amazing. I, I picked up a few points that are pretty interesting. One is you are bringing in advanced technologies like AML right at the beginning of the value chain, which is uh, building better input products, be it at the seed level or be it at, at crop protection level that could reduce the, the impact on, on climate and the environment or resources in general. I think that was great. And the, the other point that I picked up from, from your narrative right now was the fact uh, that it is critical to really break down the data silos to be able to bring the overall ecosystem players in the value chain together. So there is a democratization of access to this data information. So every stakeholder, right from the grower to every other stakeholder in the value chain is also able to use it to keep on improving uh, how they could uh, contribute towards the sustainability goals of, in this case, a player like Bayer, but I'm sure this can be a great learning experience for any other player who have similar value chains. And I think that is critical, breaking, breaking down data silos. Uh, if you truly want to look at DMRV as, as a holistic concept uh, that needs to be deployed for long-term impact. Now, obviously, as, as players like Bayer uh, 
implement this overall uh, framework within their organizations. The end goal is to really be able to uh, achieve sustainability goals. And one uh, important outcome is also being able to certify some of the outcome and the impact that has been generated as a result of these uh, these initiatives. Now, and that's where understanding the role of sustainability certifications in agriculture is, is critical. And these are not just badges of honor. They are benchmarks of progress. In your view, Frank, how do these certifications impact the industry, especially considering the challenges in auditing and validation that we all know that the industry is still grappling with and we're still trying to solve for that, especially at scale, uh, considering the, the extremities that we have from large farm holding patterns in, in certain markets to small holding uh, farmer patterns in, in other markets. It is definitely a, a, a challenge that we're still grappling with. So how, what's your view on this? How do we really uh, see certifications impact and how do we address some of these challenges as we keep moving forward? Yeah, Sarit, I, I fully agree with you. Uh, certifications are critical, but it's also critical that they uh, will become e easier to use and actually create value um, also for farmers and growers. I mean, there is certainly no lack today uh, of certifications, but where uh, at least some of these certifications fail is that they put all the burden uh, on growers and farmers around the world, and they are not really creating additional and new demand uh, and, and new value that then can be distributed uh, along the value chain. So this is why uh, I think the industry needs um, robust systems um, that interact easily with each other to gain trust uh, of stakeholders, customers, and ultimately, of course, consumers uh, globally. So are we there yet? Uh, definitely no. Um, but um, I think um, with the evolution of digital um, science and, and also digital availability uh, in agriculture and the food chain, uh, I am confident that we are now on a good way. Um, for example, um, the, the platform uh, we are using, FieldView, uh, already covers today uh, more than 220 million acres uh, in over 20 countries. So the, the, the breadth and depth uh, of, of this data and the foundation, uh, but also the emerging power of um, artificial intelligence will help here uh, to analyze data um, and actually also feed uh, into uh, potential uh, certification systems uh, to, to actually uh, connect uh, that part of the value chain with, uh, with, with the downstream part. Um, and, um, of course, um, we then also need to really have very clear and um, um, reliable targets um, that, let's say, feed into consumer expectations um, and are part of then the MRV process leading to a certification. So one other example is where we are right now um, actually executing on one of our sustainability commitments is our, uh, our approach to meet our goal to reduce the environmental impact of crop protection products by uh, 30% in 2030. 
So we know that for us and our stakeholders, it is important uh, here that we walk the talk and measure progress uh, and also have data uh, to show um, how we do it. Um, and this is uh, why we had an, an external academia also helping here to develop uh, a scientifically derived approach to reach uh, and also measure this goal. Um, and I think that's that's what I mean, that uh, these processes need to be data driven, right? They don't, um, they, they, they shouldn't be marketing uh, uh, driven, but they need to be data driven to really instill uh, trust uh, and, um, and reliability in the process. And again, um, digital MAV is actually the foundation for us to show that and, and also to certify that along the value chain. And you um, you highlighted a very critical component uh, in in this part of our chat, Frank. And this is about the the economic aspect, uh, the impact that it can unlock. And you also highlighted the fact that it is critical that the transparency and visibility that a, a, a properly deployed sustainable program with DMRV at its core is should be able to unlock value for the grower or farmer till now it seems like it's more a burden for that grower and farmer but doesn't seem that there are enough instances of value being unlocked for the grower or farmer through incentives and and the ability to build more sustainable livelihoods uh, as we keep on trying to get more out of our entire global food value chain now a recent report indicates that sustainable farming practices can increase a farm's profitability by up to 78 percent Frank, how do you see the economic viability of regenerative and sustainable practices, both from a, a grower's perspective and a business's perspective? Yeah, very clearly, um, regenerative agriculture, regenerative practices need to create more value for everyone in the chain. Um, you know, it's, um, I just re recently had a discussion with a farmer and um, he told me it's you know, it's hard to be green uh, if you are in the red. Um, so um, uh, these uh, uh, regenerative practices, again, need to create uh, value in particular for farmers. And that's also why in our definition of regenerative agriculture, productivity is a key aspect and also actually uh, the economic well-being of farmers and growers, but also their communities uh, is a central element. And that's why I believe there's great potential. Um, uh, you know, I talked a little bit about this. Um, I think if we are able to create and, and bring these thoughts together, we are able to create value. Um, but this also means that some of the traditional paths uh, might be, you know, reshaped uh, and, and lead into new fields. Um, so uh, we talked a little bit about the new adjacent spaces for us uh, where we want to move in, which, um, you know, I think will be critical to create uh, new solutions for, for farmers. Uh, these uh, additional fields uh, are, for instance, in the area of crop fertility into um, biological products, biofuels, carbon farming, uh, but also precision application services as well as digital platforms and marketplaces um, and uh, these are important elements that uh, we are right now investing into um, and uh, create and move into a larger market so um, 
this is important for us also uh, because I like to think about sustainability strategy as a business strategy. But also uh, for farmers, this is uh, important and I think good news. Um, and let me give you one example. Uh, we just four weeks ago basically launched our ambition um, in uh, on the International Rice Congress in Manila uh, to um, actually transform the uh, rice production in Asia Pacific by helping farmers uh, to move from uh, transplanted rice uh, towards direct seeded rice. And this change of the economic system is, is a very important one. Um, in, but if we are able to do that and help farmers on scale, there are significant um, economic but also sustainability benefits uh, from it. Um, um, as we know, uh, rice production is the most important, uh, let's say, water uh, intense uh, crop uh, in the world. Um, by moving from transplanted uh, rice to direct seeded rice, um, we will be able to actually reduce uh, water usage by more than 45%. We'll be able to reduce methane and, and greenhouse gas emission uh, by almost uh, 50 percent um, and will actually also uh, help farmers to become more efficient so um, significantly drive their uh, their bottom line and their business so uh, there's actually um, i think here it's a great example where uh, sustainability can create and new solutions can create significant business opportunities for farmers, but also um, help them concretely to improve their, their bottom line. Thank you, Frank. And thank you for sharing that example. And I think uh, um, it, it is great that uh, brands and organizations like where that are operating in the value chain are constantly looking at creating more sustainable programs that help ideas of what future could look like are real on the ground and show impact and thus bringing belief in the overall ecosystem that this change can be brought about. And I think making those investments, those commitments, and driving some of those innovations on ground by programmatically running that is super critical. So thank you for, for that, ex, uh, that example and, and for running that on, on behalf of everyone else in the agricultural ecosystem. Now, uh, I want to get to, to what the future could look like, right? And it's, we all know that it's not just about producing more, but producing better. And so as we wrap up this conversation, Frank, I know this is still a very limited time and space between two individuals having this chat, but what could be the emerging trends or innovations in sustainable agriculture that excite you the most? And what role do you see Bayer playing in this, in this future? Yeah, there are many. And of course, agriculture, you know, uh, has always changed. I mean, I'm working in agriculture for almost 30 years uh, but what we right now uh, seeing is clearly an acceleration um, in two areas. One, uh, not new, but um, really now getting traction is the digital transformation of agriculture. So um, it, it starts, and I talked about this uh, in the development uh, process of products, uh, but um, if, uh, if we now basically have technology in the fields, uh, almost everywhere, uh, we have uh, drones, we have position application, 
uh, we have digital platforms that help farmers to be a lot more targeted um, in their application, uh, but actually uh, create tons of data that will help them to make better decisions. Um, the other um, very uh, important area uh, is and are advancements in biological life sciences. And, and um, you know, maybe 25 years back, we have seen uh, the, the formerly uh, very separated markets of seeds and crop protection moving together uh, through biotechnology. And I think now uh, we see uh, that some of these advancements uh, in biological life sciences um, actually also uh, you know bring some uh, formerly separated market closer together such as nutrition on the one hand side and crop protection uh, right we, we we have product models that actually do both um, and with that i think create new opportunities uh, make and will make agriculture uh, more biological uh, with with new and more holistic solutions uh, which allows then and will allow farmers to tap into some of these sustainability value to, uh, pools we talked about earlier so um, i think some of the barriers um, between different agricultural disciplines uh, are right now being torn down um, uh, and these innovations uh, will actually disrupt uh, some of the very you know traditional and old segments um, and that's why of course you know they are uh, is currently shifting investments um, into digital into more biological solutions because we we truly believe that um, actually not only will uh, these technologies these new product concept be able to replace uh, some of the others but again um, they have the potential to create more value in the entire value chain and in particular for growers and farmers that is another interesting point frank so i just i'm, I'm summarizing some of these uh, inputs that you're sharing as as we go through our chat and um, not just uh, building visibility transparency and thus uh, breaking data silos in the the value chain from, of production, but also pre-production, which is the, the biotech piece. And again, if there is a core DMRV in place, it enables um, not just advancements at the biotech level so that we can make what we are going to probably input into the production value chain biologically a lot more viable, thus reducing the impact down the value chain, but also be able to bring data back from the value chain to this uh, pre-production part of the, uh, the entire cycle. So I think uh, those were critical. And as, as we bring today's enlightening conversation to a close, I would like to quickly reflect on our conversation with Frank. Today, we have not just talked about agriculture. We have ventured into sustainable transformation powered by digital innovation. And, and like just the last point that Frank mentioned, not just the production value chain, but even the pre-production value chain where there is a lot of R&D that uh, investments that need to be made. And I think digitally enabling that entire value chain is going to be super critical for future impact that is also feasible and viable in the long run. Frank, your insights on DMRV highlight a pivotal shift in agriculture sustainability. And it's fascinating to learn how with Bayer's initiatives, this technology is not just a concept, 
but a living reality on farms. And you give the example of, of the program that you're running in Asia Pacific. For instance, integrating drones, IoT, AI in R&D, crop monitoring, as seen in Bayer's digital farming solutions value chain, is definitely exciting and how we approach uh, sustainability could be could be actually referenced from these examples. It also echoes the findings from the World Economic Forum, which estimated a potential increase of 70% in food production by 2050 through digital agriculture. Also, as you mentioned, the role of sustainability certifications is transforming the industry, but uh, it should be driven by data that measures the impact and not just driven by the need for certifications. And we are definitely seeing a more transparent and accountable agriculture sector with stricter auditing processes and, and enabled by technology. The shift is crucial as the Food and Agriculture Organization of UN clearly highlights the urgent need for sustainable practices to feed a projected 9.7 billion people by 2050. Also, your perspective on the economic viability of sustainable practices, especially to unlock value for the growers, sheds light on an often overlooked aspect of agriculture. The move towards sustainable practices isn't just an environmental need and an economic opportunity. Uh, for instance, the case of the Rodale Institute's farming systems trial shows that organic farming systems are more profitable than conventional farming systems. And by enabling regenerative act practices, et cetera, uh, anywhere between three to six times of profitability or productivity can be improved, even considering the transition period into account when these kind of changes are being made uh, real. And as we look into the horizon, uh, I loved your excitement about emerging trends and innovations in agriculture. The future you envision uh, and what Bayer is envisioning where technology and ecological mindfulness walk hand in hand uh, is definitely inspiring. I'm sure it inspires the audience who logs in for this one and everyone else who probably consume this, this particular chat uh, as we make this available to the larger audience. Uh, and I love Bayer's commitment to this particular future, especially by running programs yourself through several initiatives and setting a precedent for the global agriculture community really follow. In sum, uh, today's discussion really reiterated that the future of agriculture is rooted in technology-driven sustainability. It's a future where feeding the world and nurturing the planet are not conflicting goals by, but synchronized objectives. Thank you, Frank, for sharing your invaluable insights with us. And to our listeners, this conversation is just the beginning. The field of agriculture is ripe with innovation and opportunity as we continue to explore and embrace these advancements. Remember that every seed of change we sow today is a step towards a more sustainable and prosperous tomorrow. Frank, thanks a ton for your time today. We would love to have you again soon. Thanks for having me.